Welcome to another episode of Ember Weekend. Uh, I am Jonathan Jackson, uh, Rondell dash, wait no, Rondell underscore SC on Twitter. It's dash on GitHub. Uh, yeah, fun fun with Twitter handles. I'm joined today by Chase McCarthy. How you doing, Chase? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, Chase McCarthy, code for fun. That's in binary. Um, you really need to explain this. Zero one zero zero fun. Right? No, no, you you can figure it out. That's fair. Um, anyways, we're Ember Weekend, uh, and we talk about newsy type stuff, uh, and uh, mostly around the Ember ecosystem. Although sometimes we talk about uh, video games and stuff because uh, you know we're playing Overwatch right now. Um, like not not like not right now. Well, I mean like two. Well, okay, not right. I mean, now, I mean, but, get on the point. But yeah, yeah, get, get on the point. Get on the point, man. Uh, seriously, like, why do people not fight in the point? Whatever. That's a whole other side 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 note. Um, anyways, we're broadcasting from Jacksonville Beach. I have a view. Uh, oh, wait, we're not talking about views anymore, are we? Hmm. Uh, no, yeah, we don't have views anymore. I had controllers going anymore. away, too. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. That's really bad, man. All right, whatever. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, this episode is called uh, Alpha something. Yeah, this episode is called Alpha Bit Soup. Alpha, alpha something. We're going to talk about Amber Alpha. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about, we're going to lead off with the big news this week. Uh, the Glimmer 2 uh, rendering engine has been incorporated into a release of uh, Ember, and uh, they've created a new release channel for this. Um, I think this may be temporary. I don't think the alpha channel is going to be open for very long, but uh, it's basically uh, Canary, uh, and it's uh, it's going to be released at the same uh, same cadence as the beta release cycle. Um, I, th- I think that's what I read in the, in the docs. Uh, so it's at alpha one right now, and uh, it includes the new rendering engine and should be pretty much like drop in kind of ready to go. Um, we have a few things that we're going to mention that are not working yet. Uh, there's a few things that we're going to get to. Um, but uh, yeah, the alpha version of of Ember, and this is right after the um, 2.8 LTS, uh, which is in beta right now. So um, 2.8 LTS, and this is something that... Uh, uh, is pretty important to note is going to be the last uh, long-term support uh, available with the old rendering engine. So whenever we get to the next LTS, which will be four releases from now, I want to say. Is that right, Chase? I don't know. It's whenever, whenever they decide. Whenever they decide. It's, like every... It's, it's, it's every four. So it'll be like, it'll be like 2.10, 12. I'm, I'm, I can't add. Um, well, unless they go to three first. Unless they go to three first, which I think they're going to are they i mean is is two is two nine going to be well whatever i we don't know that's the speculation but yeah the next lts which would be i believe four uh four uh versions from now um will have glimmer glimmer two sorry we already have glimmer so a couple of things that were noted in the blog post that uh, we're going to go over is uh that they're prioritizing uh compatibility over performance so one of the things that happened when they did the original glimmer launch is that people they were really extolling the virtues of performance and in some instances the performance wasn't there um, because uh, there was a lot of backward compat stuff and you know early on uh, you're really getting the primitives in place and then the optimizations for performance come come trickling in afterwards after that so it's really about enabling better features yeah and one one of those features is the fast boot rehydration that's the thing that they're kind of shooting for i think first because that this is this glimmer 2 rewrite is required for fastboot to be rehydrated properly on the client side. Yeah, which is a huge thing. I was uh, I was talking to somebody. Uh, so like Ember Weekend, for instance, this is, we were talking about it, this a week a good uh, Ember. Uh, Ember Weekend's site is running fastboot, and there's this little flicker that happens, um, and then like we end up like triggering a loading state, and this is actually something that they've fixed recently with uh, some some kind of clever fastbootery. 
Is that a word? Yeah, it is now. All right, fast bootery. Um, and uh, basically, uh, you can store some information that the server is rendered, uh, that the server is retrieved, and store it into the DOM that gets served by Fastboot. And then I think oh, it's it, called Shoebox. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say, what is that called? It's Shoebox. Yeah, right. I think it's called Shoebox. And then you you put it, and then it encodes it into the DOM, and then Shoebox knows to read from the DOM before it goes and do does uh, network requests. And this can end up reducing like. Uh, the the second network request, which we're actually having right now, so I need to incorporate it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But it seems like a really uh, really cool thing. But yeah, fastboot rehydration would basically eliminate that need because it'll come down and then everything will get hooked up, and you won't have to do this, you know, second refresh kind of load thing. So it'll be really neat. Yeah, I don't know. The shoebox may be useful um, even after the fact, even once rehydration works, because you'll have you know you could throw things in the data store and things like that, things that may not be showing on the page, but you want to be there. Oh, I see. So like, like basically like cache, warm a cache kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Sure, I feel like uh, you want the you want the user to get the data first and then load the load those things asynchronously. Uh, maybe I'm maybe well, I'm, I mean uh, the bootstrapping the page has always been a thing. Like single page apps have to worry about is like yeah, we don't sure. want that. I mean, if if we can pass the data, if we have it there, we have the means to go fetch it, and you're going to get it anyway. Let's just put it in the data store and have it ready. Yeah, it just it just depends on what you're prioritizing there. If you're prioritizing that that data is going to be necessary, like the user is going to eventually have to use that, um, maybe pre-warm it if you can get it much faster in the server. Um, yeah, I mean that seems reasonable. There's probably use cases for it for sure. Yeah, uh, it's a really neat it's a really neat concept, especially for the interim period where there's no rehydration. So yeah, I mean that it was it's a really cool thing. Uh, so yeah, fast boot rehydration. This is a big part of the alpha release. Um, and uh, notably, it's one thing that's not actually working yet. So Fastboot uh, is not compatible with the alpha release uh, yet. Um, there's an issue, and we're going to go through a few of the known issues. Um, the first and most important of which is that component integration tests are not currently compatible with alpha 1. Right, and this probably has to do with the uh, the use of the HPS inline precompile. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um I feel like uh, I feel like this is something that is pretty high on the priority list. Um, there is an issue out. It's issue uh, thirteen nine hundred and forty nine. Wow, that's a lot of issues. That's a lot of issues. <laughs> you have a lot of issues, Ember. Whew. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are closed. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna link to it in the show. It's thirteen nine four nine. But it has a list, uh, and this list is being updated uh, pretty well. I think it was locked for a little while, but now it's open. Uh, Chase wanted to put first on the on the first as the first comment, but uh, we decided against it. Anyways, it has a list of uh, of the issues that are going in, it, and a few of the things are that are they're not working with the the alpha release of Glimmer two are Fastboot, uh, Liquid Fire, the Ember Inspector, um, Ember CLI Head, which I, Ember CLI Head the add-on kind of kind of dovetails in with Fastboot, um, and then obviously component integration does. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, but it's still really exciting. Yeah, and, and also engines. Oh yes, engines. We're going to talk about engines in a little bit, but um, but yeah, engines are also uh, are also forthcoming. Uh, and I think that there's some work to make these uh, to to make the uh, Glimmer two the alpha branch work with engines already. I yeah. think there may actually already be a demo that where they work, but uh, the stock alpha one doesn't work currently. Right, and and the uh, you know a lot of these things like engines, uh, fast boot. I think the reason why those even though they're really important because they're the way forward, I think it's more of an issue of many apps don't have those yet, so it's not being prioritized above compatibility for all the older things that have been around for a long time. So, like fixing component integration tests is really important, whereas you know getting engines working is not necessarily you know as high on the list. The Ember Inspector not working um, is a problem, but I think oh, yeah, I would suspect I, I haven't tried this because uh, the only place we tested this out is Twiddle, where Ember Inspector doesn't work anyway. 
Um, but I would suspect that what they're meaning by Ember Inspector is not working is that the view hierarchy right, stuff yeah. isn't working. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine the hooks for like all the Ember data, uh, the, like the Ember data tab or the routes or anything like that would would break because of the rendering engine. Right. Yeah. So those are the issues. I would keep a tab on that issue tracker and report issues. Like this is the the, the big part of the reason for the alpha release um, being like kind of a new release channel uh, is because they want to avoid some of the problems they had around one thirteen. Uh, with the transition to that was a little rocky at certain places. So they really want to get people uh, taking their app and trying to put 2.9 on it and, uh, and and basically reporting the issues that they find. Um, even if you even if you can't um, necessarily fix it yourself or if you can't if you can't if you can't actually like get into the code and really figure it all out, it doesn't matter. It's if you can report it or if you can recreate it in a twiddle, which is even better, that's going to be super, super helpful. Uh, to really hasten the process, the release cycle of, of getting things ready to, uh, you know, to basically be turned on and just go. Right. Um, it should be a plug-in replacement. And I think they learned a lot uh, from the first rendering engine rewrite uh, that they're going to really incorporate and really try to make this much smoother than 1.13. Uh, I, I know I've been watching uh, some of the dev channels on Slack and uh, making this smoother than 1.13 to 2. Uh, or, or I guess one twelve to one thirteen, uh, making that smoother is uh, is a is a top priority uh, for the Ember team. So, and uh, and we mentioned it kind of briefly in passing, but uh, Ember Twiddle uh, now supports uh, Glimmer two Alpha, so the the two nine one release or Alpha one release. Um, so you can just drop that down in the dependencies in Ember, and it will just work. Uh, so reporting bugs, that's a really great place to report bugs. So yeah, anyways, I'm really excited about it. Alpha branch, super excited. So there's this new podcast we've been listening to, uh, and this is a podcast called career JS by Jeffrey Biles, David Tang and Eric Hanchett, who I think we've talked about all of them on the podcast. Yeah, they're, they're obviously, uh, they're very in, involved in the Ember community. Um, we have mentioned uh, each one of them at different times for different things. Yeah. Anyways, um, so it's a, it's a it's not an Ember specific podcast. So normally we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't mention it. We try to keep things pretty Ember focused here. But I think this is a really uh, cool discussion based podcast. It's about forty minutes or so, uh, and uh, I like the uh, I like the, the the concepts basically. So the first episode, the one that we listened to um, in preparation for this show, uh, was discussion around uh, the necessity for a, a degree as a software engineer. And they brought up a bunch of really interesting points. Um, I think it's a controversial kind of topic, so I don't think Chase, do you, we don't want to necessarily <laughs> weigh in on this. I, it was it was interesting. I think there's a lot of different um, opinions, and uh, there are definitely um, there are a lot of aspects to a conversation like that. Um, and I really like how uh, everyone was taking turns in the discussion and presenting different uh, opinions, and I really enjoyed that. So uh, it seems like a really cool. Uh, Cool podcast to kind of maybe get a leg up uh, when you're looking for a job in the in the JavaScript field, and honestly, just you know, think about some discussions around you know like how to really cultivate a, a solid career um, in software. So, uh, so I definitely recommend this podcast. Uh, we've only listened to one episode, um, but uh, once again, I really uh, I really enjoyed that episode, and you know, the people who are who are running it, uh, we've we've we definitely uh, appreciate all the work they've been doing in the Ember space. So. I definitely recommend this podcast. Yeah, it's also uh, it's interesting because the podcast is also zero indexed, like most good languages. So <laughs> they have an episode zero, and then they go up to episode four. So you're like, oh, listen to the fifth episode. That's episode four. Episode four. There you go. Okay, so now we make that's good. We had a we had a whole edit here about uh, figuring out the count. So zero based 
versus uh, one based has has always caused confusion. Yeah, for software off by games. one errors. Yep, indeed, indeed. So, anyways, check it out. Uh, it's pretty cool. And the last thing we're going to mention, and I just want to mention this really quickly because I saw a uh, an animated uh, demo. Uh, it was just a GIF that uh, Trent Willis um, posted, and uh, it basically shows that. Uh, a, a working demo of lazy engines and it's a really cool demo because uh it, it's very simple like you you're very you very uh, intuitively understand what's going on so it's side by side uh the network panel uh, uh tuned to uh, in chrome the chrome inspector tuned to the network panel and then uh two links an eager engine link and a lazy engine link and when you click the uh eager uh engine it just renders uh, because that's what engines do uh well in this case uh, and then when you click the lazy engine, it actually goes and makes a network request to load the engine information and then it renders. Um, so it's a really cool demo. And, uh, right before the show, we were able to reach out to Trent via Twitter and, and ask him if this is public. And he said, uh, there's no working demo public right now, so you can't go around and play with it, but that there are two, um, uh, two add-ons that are basically represent the bulk of the work there that are definitely open. Uh, one of them is Ember asset loader. And the other is uh, Dan Gebhardt's Ember Engines add-on. And those two add-ons combined really get you really close to having lazy engines. That's pretty cool. The um, this Again, like lazy engines are useful for things where you have like a section, a whole section of your app, like maybe the admin panel that's only used by a small set of users. So this is like, you know, the, the eager engine would be the main part of your site um, or a main section of your site that everybody uses. But then the lazy engine would be the admin one that every now and then somebody goes and hits it. Yeah, and you can reduce. You could theoretically reduce uh, the file size that you ship uh, considerably. Right. Um, so that's really uh, it's very it's very exciting stuff. We've covered this. I want to say the past two weeks. So uh, this will be the third week that Trent is actually featured on the show, which is cool. Hooray! Um, Are we gonna have to start listing him as like a co-host now? I think so. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll have to talk to him about it. I don't know. Uh, anyways. Um, the uh, the Ember asset loader and the Ember engine stuff is all on GitHub. We're gonna post a link to those in the in the show notes. And uh, we'll also post a link to the to the demo GIF, which I think is you know really interesting. Uh, just quickly, I saw it scrolling through, and I was like, "Oh man, that's really awesome! I can't believe how far it is." Um, so check it out, and uh, you know if you can help, there are some RFCs open that we mentioned in the past couple of weeks that uh, there are people who uh, who who need some help, uh, and there are some very very uh, easy avenues to participate uh, in making engines work. So Yeah, and one, one of the things you can do, uh, even if you don't necessarily know the internals of Ember or how to really contribute to things like this, um, if you have a place where you think you might need this kind of workflow, as soon as they release something that's available, try and plug it into your application and give feedback. That's like, that helps out all of the uh, add-on developers and core developers, you know, more than you would think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for sticking with us uh, through the whole episode. I am, uh, once again, I am Jonathan Jackson. It's Rondell underscore SC. Uh, on Twitter. Chase McCarthy, code for fun, code 0100 fun. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, if you uh, if you like the podcast, um, please uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Ember Weekend, all one word. Uh, it's a great way for us to kind of gauge, uh, you know, like who's listening uh, when we get some people uh, talking with us, some conversation stuff. If you have questions, that's a really good place to reach us. If uh, if you'd like to follow along, uh, you can also um, subscribe to us via RSS, uh, and that's uh, emberweekend.com slash feed.xml. Uh, and, oh, and one last thing, and this is something I mentioned a couple times, uh, we are still having difficulties with the iTunes feed, uh, so if you want to subscribe to it and you can't find us, you can add us via the URL directly, which is uh, emberweekend.com slash feedxml. Um, we, we did find out what the problem was. 
Yes. Yeah, it's the it's I heart Ember NYC in the URL. Yeah, it's the, it's the URL. URLs need to be escaped and see dead or something. We're, we're working on it. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyways, uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. And we will be back next week. Okay. And just as an outtake, um, I think that the next, like every version of Glimmer should actually have to name itself after another in-game currency. So I'm, I'm nominating Stardust for Glimmer 2. I think it should okay, be Okay, you got to explain to me which one Stardust is. Stardust is from Pokemon. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Wow. Wait, isn't that like just Pokemon, crumbled up Pokemon? Uh, no, no. Star- Stardust takes your is Pokemon like and then the hopes and dreams of Pokemon. The, the candy or the crushed up Pokemon. Oh, the candy or the crushed up. Okay, yeah, sure. Also, can you plan out outtakes? Is that how this works? Uh, no, I don't know. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, right. All right, bye, everybody. All right, bye.